amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, so first off, like last week, we're going to spend about 20, 30 minutes talking about Survivor. Um, I believe we're not really keeping track of the numbers anymore, but I believe this was episode five of Survivor. If I'm wrong, don't, don't shoot me. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, this week's episode, it's kind of funny because it was fast, but it was also slow. Um, and it, and it's there's some crazy stuff going on. What was your takeaway from this week's episode? I know we're going to kind of go through it chronological, but what was the big takeaway for you? Was there anything? How do you want to start off? I know very early on, right at the beginning of the episode, we have we Jeannie, start. We got we Jeannie. To. Yeah, exactly. We I got to call Jeannie out. Yes, go for it. <laughs> I got to call Jeannie out, and I think you guys can understand what probably is going to be said at the end of this recap of Survivor. You literally, like, are finding out, okay, you're the bottom of the totem pole. You find an idol, and you run back to the camp to tell Ricard and Shan, the two people that you're obviously on the outs with, that you found an immunity idol. Well done, Jeannie. Brilliant strategy. Great gameplay. No offense, honestly. I just was like blown away when I saw her do that. I was like, I literally, the episode starts, she finds this idol, and I'm like, oh my God, let's go. Because I knew they were going to target her. So I'm super excited. And right when she finds it, she tears off back to camp to tell Ricard and Shan. She actually says, I can't wait. I got to go tell Ricard and Shan. Shan, Ricard, I found an idol. I'm like, Jeannie, you're going home. I don't know what, what she was doing? thinking. I don't know. She, Come on, Listen, if, they, if they're willing to blindside you, Come once, on, they're man. willing to it again. Yeah, it was not a good look. I literally was like, no, she's not. I Like, this is her chance yeah. to turn the game around. And the first thing she does and go, goes and tells two people who clearly don't have her best interest at heart. Um, and it's, un- it's, it's unfortunate because Shan and Ricard, who are better players than Jeannie, not much better. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but they take advantage of it. They coinc- They convince her and manipulate her into not opening the idol. So she gets none of the power, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as she's in the water fishing or diving, snorkeling, whatever she's doing, Shannon Ricard go back over to where the idol was. They use one of her bracelets to replace it with the real idol. Shan opens it. So now Shan gets the power of the idol, but also 
has the negative aspect of it where she can't vote, but she has an extra vote to begin with. Right. So, so now you have Jeannie thinking they're tighter as a team. Shan just stole your power and gave her um, extra vote to Ricard. So even though she can't vote, there's still two votes against you because Ricard can vote twice. Yeah, I think Jeannie's going to watch this back um, right now uh, and just continue to kick herself in the butt more than she probably already was. Uh, but just I think when you watch this episode back and you see how Shannon and Ricard were like, no, 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 let's just leave it. We don't need anything. We're tight as a group. And then you see them literally go and open it when Jeannie is out trying to catch fish for the tribe. I think she's going to be so mad at herself, to be honest. But, you know, that's why she found herself going home. Yeah, and, uh, rookie mistake, man. Ua, yeah, by the time. way, if you've watched tonight's episode, you probably know. Ua is going to be a big part of our conversation tonight because they were really the stars of the show. There was some, yeah. there was an immunity challenge and all that in the middle there. But for the most part, it was all about Ua in the beginning and in the end. Although I do want to touch for a second on, uh, I believe it was, yeah, Yasa tribe. Because there was a moment there where Xander... He's kind of doing his own thing. They distract him. I believe it was Liana. Was it Liana that went into his bag or was Liana yes. the one distracting him? Yeah. Tiffany was watching out. Liana was in the bag. Right. And she goes in the bag. She finds the idol. She finds the clues. And she also finds his extra vote. What is your thought on that? Because I went back and forth. I, we've seen it happen numerous times. And they all know that your bag is fair game. If you don't have it with you, someone can go through it. They can't Correct. steal your items, but they can... They can go through them. So is it something where you just get into the habit when you get on the island of of carrying your bag at all times? Or do you dig a, do you dig a hole? Like you and I talked yeah. about last week. We were saying, okay, you know, we don't have the greatest expertise, but you and I, obviously, it was going off in our heads. If you have a advantage, what should you do with this advantage? And we were saying dig a hole for it. Put it in a hole. Obviously, that's the right play. Because they were talking about it this week as they're talking about it. Now, obviously, we don't know the magic of editing. We don't know if that conversation between Xander and Evie was literally as it was happening. But they made it seem like Xander and Evie were away. And in that moment that they're talking about, oh, I should bury it. Oh, I shouldn't keep it in my bag. That's when Liana and Tiffany went through the bag. So you and I said it last week. Bury the advantages. Or it should be in your underwear. Like you should like, just, it should be in your underwear and never tucked. come out. Yeah. Tucked, never come out. Not JD tucked, like real tucked. Yeah. Like, not like in the waistband. I'm talking yeah. about like deep you in You got to be naked to find that. Deep you, in know there. I mean? you know what I mean? <laughs> you might lose it. How you doing? <laughs> you might lose it. So that was kind of the, what, what predated the actual immunity challenge. That was the two things that kind of the survivor chose to cover two important things. Um, one more than the other, which we'll get into, but we do transition to the immunity challenge, and before the immunity challenge starts, you and I as the viewer are under the impression that Shan and Xander have two of the three parts of this, this power idol. Mm -hmm. Survivor hits us with a they little magic. Us, bro. Little they magic edit. Good, bro. They're so Come good. on. Yeah. Come on. Because <laughs> I was sitting there being like, all right. Like, I... I was, again, they get me. I was starting to see it play out like, okay, they're showing us Xander. She's going in his bag. They're probably going to blindside Xander this week. Here we go. But they show us Nasir a day earlier found an idol in a tree. And so now they're at the, they're at the, um, immunity challenge, immunity challenge. And 
you know, the, the phrases go down about broccoli being, a, you know, like a tree <laughs> and, you know, Xander gives his, you know, butterflies thing. And then out of nowhere, Nasir comes and goes, I'm confused as, as a goat on turf. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he, it sounded like he was reading it, <laughs> but it also, to be honest, I felt like nobody was not, nobody, nobody picked up on that on Nasir because everybody was probably like, Oh, I don't know. That's probably something. Cause Nasir is obviously like, um, and like he's from another country, so yeah. it was probably like you know Indian how they descent, have sayings, yeah. Indian descent. Probably like, oh, that's just maybe a saying from yeah, yeah, yeah. his home or wherever he's from. And so he got away with it, I thought, and I was dying because I was like, this guy is like laughing because he was so giddy to say it because he's such a huge fan. I was dying. At yeah, he was it. pumped. Was you could tell he really loved Survivor. He was part. He's happy to be a part of it. Even like he was like skipping to give Jeff back the immunity idol. So yeah. the big takeaway from that is as goofy as it really is. All three of them now have an idol. The the, mm-hmm. I, the power has been activated, and all three of them, Nasir, Xander, and Shan, now have an immunity idol. Big. Huge. So, we get into the immunity challenge, and there was nothing crazy. There was no real, like, individuals who kept their team from winning. It was just kind of yeah. whoever finished first. And for this week's immunity challenge, you had Yasa and Luvu winning. Ua loses... Nice. Again, and you it was are so the close. Link. Goodbye. <laughs> it was so close too. They showed that slow mo where you see the bean bag. I was like, "Yo, it's about to hit it!" And it just like skips off of it, bounces <laughs> into the sand, and Shan's crying. And you know, it's um, they're 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 the worst team. They're the worst team. They just are. You know, they're not great at the challenges, and um, they've just kind of imploded on each other. Like it's not necessarily a good thing to always be back at tribal. I mean, you do it and you deal with it, right. but it just means your communication skills, your ability to work together and not there. Yes. Talent can play a factor in it, but I mean, what is this? The second they, I mean, they've lost, they're down to, at, we're going to get to I mean, it. They're down bro, to two of, players. Have they not? So we've had how many episodes? Five. Five. So, They've, they've lost had to people. send somebody home. Yeah, they've had to send somebody home almost every week. Yeah, I mean, they're not. You are the weakest link. They're not doing too good. So no. Yasa and Luvu win, but there's a little bit of a twist. Yasa, who finishes first, is granted the opportunity by Jeff to send two people off to the island to possibly get an advantage. And the people they pick, was it Liana? One has to be from the losing tribe, right? which was Ua. And then one could be, so the one has to be from the losing tribe. They pick Shan. Yes. Then the second pick can be either from Luvu or their own tribe. And that's where Liana steps up and she's like, I want to go. Smart, by the way. Yeah, totally. Smart. I mean, totally. oh, she kind of played it down like, I'll go. But it's a chance for an advantage. And it's a chance to bond with someone outside of your tribe, which if your aspirations are to make it to, jur- uh, to, make it to the merge, you want to have some friends on the other team. So Shan... Liana, they go off, they do their thing. There's a bonding moment in there where they're talking about their mothers and all Dude, these things. This girl, Shan, she's diarrhea she of the mouth, through, but she's been through some shit. She, she has been through some stuff, but I wonder, I don't know, maybe I'm being cynical, but like, it just seems like when I played a reality show, you definitely want to expose things about yourself, but you should keep some stuff close to the chest. There's probably a bunch of you right now that are disagreeing with me. But I feel like she gets too comfortable too fast. And maybe she ends up winning this whole thing and I eat crow. But I have a feeling that could come back to bite her 
when she starts playing against some of the higher caliber players from the other team. But you're saying no. You're thinking you're thinking it's no, okay. No, no, I just I just was like like we had the one episode where Shan was the one where it was like at five years old, her parents told her, pick me or your dad. Yeah, it was crazy. And so we were like, wow, that was deep. And then she talks about how the addiction with her mother, which turned being her part of a gang, being a part of a gang and all that stuff. And then finding, finding the Lord, which I loved and kind of finding her path. And so, but it was just, it just showed like kind of what she has been through. Like she, she's, she's been through some stuff in her life. And so, um, Credit she, to her for kind of being for overcoming because it's very easy for someone like that to kind of just pitfall and end up, yep, you know, in in the wrong group like she did, and then taking on the wrong lifestyle. And she and she really felt close to Liana instantly. She said it right out. Mm-hmm. They're both African American women. There's not a ton yep. of them on the show. They instantly bonded with each other. She said right out, "I felt close to her." You know, it was funny too. Shan's a, Shan got no loyalty to nobody. She literally says, which is true. She goes, "By the way." If I don't make the merge, do not trust Ricard because he's the yep. reason I'm not here. He's my number yep. one. And if he, uh, you know, cuts me before then, then, you know, he can't be trusted. But for me as Liana, I'm like, OK, so I know if we get to the merge and you and Ricard are left, you two are going to the end together if you can. That's exactly. how I look. That's how I was like. What did she what did she say to her? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, well done. You just divulged who your number one is. So when you guys merge. That's going to be great. Got to split that up. And she may yeah. want to work with you, but she's going to get rid of your ride or die, you know? So, yeah, which is not good for you. You don't divulge that to people. No. I, I, like I said, that's what I'm saying. I just felt like they they were talking for 20 minutes. And and maybe like you always say with editing, maybe they were together for a couple hours. I don't know. But they, it felt like a lot of information. Oh, no. They were together for a couple hours because in her one interview, Shan said like, you know, I was, you know, we were doing the track for like three hours, I okay. think. Like, am I okay. right? So it does, it does feel like it was a lot quicker, but- I do agree with you. I think she's very loose lipped. I also think she's very pushy. Yes. Um, which we'll get into now. Yeah, after, buddy. <laughs> you know, she goes down so really quickly just to get through it. Yep. Yep. She gets this um relationship with Liana. She says, I'm gonna protect my vote. You risk your vote so you can get the advantage. Liana gets an incredible advantage. Yeah, lay that out. Cause I was literally starting to write and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let Cody do this. I have I, yeah. All I took so, away from it was it's a you can take an idol from someone, but there's a lot yeah. more to it. So what happens is, so Shan doesn't Shan doesn't risk her vote. Liana risks her vote. She gets this advantage where she can only ask one person if they do or don't have an idol. They have to tell the truth. They cannot lie. And if she asks the right person if they have an idol, they then have to give her the idol. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Right. So. Think about think about what is going to go on with that now because she knows who has an idol. Yep. She knows exactly how to play this. It was like it was like this advantage was handed to her at the perfect time. So now Liana has this advantage essentially where ask and you shall receive. You ask for an idol for somebody that has it, you're getting their idol, they no longer have it. I didn't catch this. Is does that only apply at a tribal? Like do you have to be at tribal to call them out? At or- a tribal. You has to be at a tribal. So if you don't go to tribal, you can't be back at camp and say, hey, do you have an idol? I want it. That's a great question. I think it has to be at tribal. I think where, it's at tribal because, because I, Jeff will, because sure, yeah. they can say, because Liana can go to Xander. Xander, do you have an idol? You cannot lie to me. And Jeff can confirm like, here's exactly. her, here's her advantage. You do have to tell her the truth. Because exactly. otherwise, he might look at the cameraman and be like, "I'm not telling her the truth." Yeah, so there has definitely... to be someone there, to, an authority, to be like, uh, "Actually, she has an advantage. She's playing it right now." Xander, you do have to tell her the truth. 
and that's going to be Jeff. That authority is going to be Jeff. Yep. I think you're 100% right. So yep. that's, that's, you know, that pretty much wraps us up with what happened because Yasa's not going to tribal. And so right. now we go to tribal with Ua. I, I don't want to go into well, the before whole thing. Ua, go with, go with the conversation with Ricard and Shan before. Oh yeah, this I mean is that's super, huge. Is huge. This is great. Nailed out. I mean that was like huge. So before Derek mentioned it earlier in the show, Shan got the idol, and so she said, "Here, I may not be able to play this if it's not all in play. So you take my extra votes. Yeah, here you go. Ricard has the extra votes. Shan now comes back from that, you know, trek up the mountain." Uh, where with she Liana. left Liana and comes back and is like, okay, I want to have a conversation with Jeannie and Ricard. She pretty much full court presses Ricard the same way she full court pressed JD last mm-hmm. week. And Ricard said, uh, no. <laughs> he goes, really well, did. I should have my two vote. Like, th- those are my votes. You should get back to me. And he goes, why? Like, I just watched how it played out last week. You did this to JD. This was my idea, Shan. Yeah. you. I gave you this idea to do this to JD, and then we blindsided him. Like, no, 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 no. Nope. I'm having both these votes. Yeah, and not only that, it's like, she did. She she has this, like, well, first and foremost, an answer to a question for me that I didn't know that I'm sure a lot of the survivor experts did, which is if you, hand, if you voluntarily handed an advantage over to someone else, even if they make a promise to give it back to you, they have to verbally then agree to give it back to you at the time when they give it back. So they can go back on their word. They can be yeah, like, they don't yeah, have to. Yeah, I yeah. can give it. But they have to say, I'm giving you back your thing. There's probably like an official rule. It has to be in their possession. Yes. They have to say, hey, I'm now giving it back to you. If they don't, you can't take it back from them. Um, nope. So that was one. But yeah, Ricard, savvy dude, as shady as Shan is. And Shan starts like guilt trip him. Again, it's always easier outside the house, but Chan's motives to me are very transparent in her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You totally. can always tell when there's something else going on and you can see it just from the conversations she has with people. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's different when you're there, but on tell you know, watching through the screen, I'm just like, it's you. She, every time she would try to pull something on me, I would have been like, no, 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 no. That's not yeah. going to work for me. But clearly Ricard's on to her as well because he's like, listen, I will give you back the vote tomorrow after I'm still here. This gives me a buffer. You already have your buffer. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Let's go to tribal tonight. No funny business. Let's send Jeannie home and I'll give you back your vote tomorrow. Now, I'm interested to see if he actually does. Well, so here's my thing is that also Shan, she's probably going to do this multiple times. I really, I I picked her to win early on. You did. I I can see I can see her having an opportunity cuz she's a very savvy player but I also can see her kind of doing that consistently and just turning people off and getting herself in trouble because she pulled it with JD JD was very impressionable like he just took it and was like here okay I do want to prove my loyalty to you but like Ricard is not that like JD almost is more like a kid Ricard is more like a, an adult like Ricard was like no you're not going to play me like that. Like, and I could see down the line, if I look at the cast that's remaining, I don't see that working with anybody else either. And so I could see her still trying to do it. It's like, oh, it worked with JD. I tried to do it with Ricard. Let me try to do it again. It's going to be like, oh, th- we got to send this girl home. Yeah. Um, so I agree. It's I, transparent. L- yeah. l- let me ask you a question before we continue because I'm in a cynical mood tonight, I guess. I love but, it. But 
sorry, I had like glass on my keyboard. I don't even know where that came from. I had to get that out of here. I want to stab myself on, you know, on camera, start crying. Is there anybody, we already have our picks locked in. I pick Sydney, you pick Shan. Right. But is there anybody right now that's like really standing out to you, like super impressive from any tribe, like someone where you're like, they're, they're like, you know, some seasons you have people that like just are phenomenal players and you're like, they, they, it's theirs to win. Evie's probably the best one. Yeah, I agree. Right. But there's really not a ton that are like... Because here's what I see happening. And Danny kind of touched on this also. He's like, he, he's like, you notice who's going home every week, right? He's like, they're sending all the guys home on these other tribes. And so, you know, we had David, Abraham, um, JD, Brad, uh, and Jeannie. Mm-hmm. All guys, one girl. So yep. like Danny was like, uh, we maybe should throw this competition. They we they touched on this a little bit. It wasn't huge. But he's like, we should throw it and get rid of Erica because it gives us numbers. Because then you have Danny, Deshaun, Nasir, Ricard, Xander. But I don't know. I think what I could see happening is that when we get to the individual ones, whoever's not winning the immunity, that's like a strong player like Danny or Deshaun or Nasir. They're, they're going to end up going home yeah. if they don't have the immunity to protect them. And I could see Evie being the person that's overseen. She doesn't overstep. She doesn't like talk too much. She talks just the right amount. I loved what she did on the island when she went off yeah, on the island with Sean. And so I loved how she has been. I, I love how she's playing the game so he far. He could so be I'm a sleeper too, you know, Deshaun. Deshaun? Possibly. Doctor. He ain't dumb. You know what I mean? He, you know, yeah. fan show. He he's someone to be reckoned with too. But there's like, I'm I'm hoping there's someone who emerges that's just like gets legendary status where they're playing mm-hmm. that good, where they're like, they're going to be talked about for seasons to come. And so far the gameplay to me from what we've seen. And a lot of it's been with Ua cause they're always the one at tribal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not impressed by Shan or Ricard. I'm just no, not. And they no, hey, so now, I'm just not let's impressed. Let's get to tribal. Yeah. And how they talked about themselves is like, Hey, yeah. we're way ahead of everybody else. What'd what you, you think, think of about that? that? What'd you, that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, I'll go first. I mean, I personally would think that they're more disposable at trouble because clearly they couldn't even get it together on their own tribe. I definitely wouldn't be threatened by them because they've been to multiple tribals and survived because I think their overall team was not that great. So I don't know if that, I know what he was doing. He was trying to sell Shan on the idea. Like you need me, you need me for merge because they're going to come after us. And do you want Jeannie to be the only one you can trust? She's not that great at competitions. Her main claim is that like I cook, I clean up around the campsite. Like, you know, you're going to need me when we go to the merge. So you can't get yeah. rid of me. I, that's what he was spinning to her. Yeah. Um, oh, I, but, so you thought he was talking more so to Shan. Than to yeah. Jimmy. Like, listen, or you want to take the, the you want to take the weakest player from, you know, that's left to the to the merge with you. They're going to target us because one, we don't have the numbers. And two, they're going to view us as so much more experienced because we've gone through multiple tri- tribals and survived. Mm-hmm. You almost said tribunal there, didn't you? I almost did, but you didn't get me. <laughs> hey, yep. doing so. I what I'll say about that is, I think it's so narrow minded. I think it's short sighted to think only about your tribe and that you guys are so much further ahead of everybody else because of all the gaming you've been doing. Like, as if the other teams aren't still playing the game. They're just winning the competitions, but it's not like they're winning the comps, going back to the camp and then just being like, let's sunbathe and do nothing. Yeah. They're playing the game as well. So I don't know. I, thought, I get what he's I, saying. I, he's like, oh, we, we're able to prove that we can survive. Yeah. But 
you know, but you also are now are going to be drastically outnumbered. And one of you are, you're pretty much solidifying. If there's only two of you that are going to be going into the merge, one of you are guaranteed to get clipped at some point. Cause it's going to be like, Luvu might want to stick together, which they're already kind of fractioning a little bit, but I don't know. Well, ultimately there's the whole speech. It's a lot of nothing. Nobody uses their idol. Nobody uses the extra vote. Um, and it's, it's actually this extra vote is used, right? Cause there's three votes. No, but shouldn't Shan? Oh, Shan does have a vote now because the idol was activated. I'm yeah, sorry. Shan had a vote because Shan it was had a vote. So it's two to one. Two to one. Jeannie goes home. Not really surprised. Jeannie, I don't know if having the idol would have saved her because she probably wouldn't have used it anyway. They would have convinced her not to use it. But Jeannie goes home. No real surprise there. Ua is down to two people and we are on to the next week. What do you think? People were saying, what, about 10 people? 12 people before the merge? Yeah, I think I, I so what I didn't get to do was watch um I didn't get to watch the uh preview for next week. Did I didn't you catch that? Either. Nope. Nope. So I don't know if there's gonna be a merge next week. Of course we missed it, but um I would like to see a merge. I mean, ooh, what what is Luvu gonna do? Sit out four people in this competition? That's that's what I'm thinking, right? They have to realize like most of these competitions are gonna do need more than two people. The merge has to happen. But what I will say about the competition is that this comp this week was Awesome. I loved it. And maybe not a merge, but a restructuring where you drop your buffs and it's down to two tribes. You know what I'm saying? Like before the one merge, but like it could be something where it's like, all right, everybody drop your buffs. And now they reorganize it because now we have how many people have been sent home? Five, five, five people have been sent home and we had 16 to begin with. So we got 11 people left. Yeah. So it might be something where. They would have an odd number of people. It has to be an even number to do two, but yeah. they could do three tribes again. But even three wouldn't work. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I would might hope be that one they more do. week. Might be one more week. I mean, I don't really want to see Ua. Like, here's the thing that they have to do. Okay, they don't really have a choice unless they rig this game. Ua can't vote. Like, yeah. Ua can't go to tribal council. Yes, they can't yeah. do it. So you have to restructure next week. Now, you and I could be talking in circles right now just because we didn't watch the preview where they do confirm it. I'm sorry. It I got to stop it, it. Six people have gone home. Six people have gone home. Sarah, JD, Jeannie, Brad, David, six. and Eric. Yep. So, so we, we have six, eight. So you have 18 people. 12. Six we have, have 12 gone left home. right now. So now you could divide it into two. Yeah. You could do two tribes of six. They have to. They have to. That's what I'm. I'm sure they are showing us something that we didn't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure in the, the preview, there all the people watching right now, like dummies. They showed it in the preview. They're, they're, you know, it's a, it's a split next week. But Genie goes home. On to the next week. Anything else we missed from Survivor? We gotta do Exile and Idol of the Week. Yeah. I mean, I mean Idol, Idol of the Week for me. Again, it's no one from Ua because just because you're in that last job, I think it's just doing the least amount of damage. So I do think out of everybody this week, for me, my idol goes to Liana. I agree with you. Yeah, Liana. She's too big of a power with too much information to not be getting more stronger every week. She's got an advantage. She can take someone's idol if she's in trouble. She knows who has the idol if she needs it. She's in a very good position. Um, And then then exile the week. I think we both agree on that one. Who is it? Genie, Genie, guys! If you go on a reality show and you win a special advantage, don't or have tell an opportunity. Everyone. Yeah, to don't win tell a special everyone. Advantage. Yeah, just take the advantage and don't tell everybody. Yeah. So Anyways. that's it for Survivor. Let's get on to some more, uh, some more interesting stuff. But before we do, 
I don't even know if I told you this yet. Did I tell you about my new addition to the family? You did. I did. I didn't even know if I told you, you. guys. I got a picture here. We have. We're not taking him home yet. It's my new dog. Meet Vinny. Yeah. You guys can't Best see. On, you guys can't see on the audio version. Vinny. But Vinny. The uh, my doggy girl, Vinny. The girl's name. You see what I did there? No. Is that a thing? My, my doggy cousin Vinny. Vinny. Oh, my, my cousin, cousin Vinny. Vinny. No, never would have picked Vinny. up on that. That's all right. It was a bad joke. It's fine. <laughs> 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 um, but really excited about it. We get him in a couple weeks. So now all you guys know, uh, I recently lost my dog Mason, had him for almost uh, 13, 14 years, uh, passed away suddenly. He had some issues with seizures. I wasn't really ready for a dog, but my my girls, my two they dogs gotcha. really wanted one. And you know what really got me, though? My next door neighbor got a puppy. They got a puppy. They, you know, they were playing within the front lawn, taking photos. You know, the great and my kids. Boo, are just stand, I want a puppy. My kids are just standing on their lawn, like looking at the ground, and I'm like feeling like an absolute jerk. You know, they like, got oh. you. They're like so and so. I don't want to say her name, the in case her parents don't want yeah. to say it. But so and so's got a puppy. That's so nice of her parents to do that. I'm like, oh my god, who said that? Tenley. You know, Tenley. Tenley. I was manipulating say, the hell out of me. Oh, dude, she's, she's good, got man. You. She's good. That's so, Dad. Do you see? They, they. She must be so happy that her parents did that for her dad. You know, she says to me, "If I promise to give all my money in my piggy bank to kids in need, can I get a dog?" I'm like, <laughs> she said that to you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. She gets it. She wants to always like help, and but then she'll be up here with the Amazon app saying, "Hey, can I get this fidget spinner or whatever it is." Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you gave dad, all your money away. Now. You gave yeah, all dad, your money away. Buy this for me. <laughs> yeah. Would you get this for me? I did some extra chores tonight. I'm like, you're eight years old. Stop. Go away. <laughs> what chores did you do? Yeah. You taking the garbage out? Father, you cutting the grass? Wait till, wait till you get there, bro. It's hard. Especially I know. You got two girls, bro. That's girls trouble. are hard, That's man. They give trouble. you the look. They, they team up Is on it? me. They plot. I hear them over talking without like me around, and they're like, no, Peyton, you go upstairs first and tell dad we'd really like a French bulldog, and then I'm going to wait. And I'm going to say the same thing later. I'm dead serious, man. That's it's incredible. Scary. Plotting. That's incredible. They get so, it. So family, love it. I couldn't have it any other way. Happy, healthy. It's it's a great place to be and really excited about the new addition. Can't wait to get him. I will make sure he has a cameo on here when we have him. Yes. So I'll be on the lookout for that. We'll have him in yes. the first week of November. However, let's get into a more serious note. We're going to do three stories yep. again. And it, today is Monday the 20th. I'm sorry. Wednesday, the 20th. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. We're yeah. recording this. So this will be out tomorrow. So this story is one that depending on how you stand on what you consider resolution or getting answers, you could feel differently. But for anyone who doesn't know, um, the Gabby Petito story, we covered it last week. We talked about it. Gabby Petito was murdered by um, allegedly by her boyfriend, Brian Laundry again alleged um he was the last person seen with her a lot of behavior afterwards he fled to Florida and then he was on the run and for the last few weeks local law enforcement FBI they've all been looking for him there's been protests on his parents front lawns 
Oh, Everyone's bro. been looking for him. It's it's been a it's been a it's been a tough situation because on one hand you want to find him, but you want to make sure it's done the right way, and on the other hand you want to make sure that you find him alive if possible. Because mm-hmm. for me, I'm a firm believer in you know they end up killing themselves. It's the coward way out. They don't go yeah. to prison. The parents don't get the opportunity to confront the person who killed their loved one, mm-hmm. um, their child. And so I'm hoping he's alive this whole time. And unfortunately today, from what I've gathered, and there's still a couple things out there, Brian's parents last night uh, had their lawyer notify authorities that they were going to go out early in the morning to the Carlton Reserve, which is where they've been searching for most of this. Um, and they wanted to do a search themselves because now the water's starting to recede out there. There's more areas to cover. Authorities said, no problem. We're going to be out there as well. From what I've gathered, the, fam- the, the parents of Brian Laundry and authorities were co- kind of on two different sides of the trail. The parents found a bag that belonged to Brian. And then the opposite side of the trail, authorities found a backpack, a notebook, and human remains. Human remains, at the press conference today, they did not get into the details of it, but it's probably a decomposing body. How much of it, we really don't know. What we do know is the area where the human remains were found were covered by water for most of the search. So they were underwater. Water has a tremendous effect on the body as far as decomposition is concerned. There's also alligators down there. So did they get a hold of them? Okay. Did some of That's other animals get hold of them? Okay. So I don't know how much of him was left. But if you're to ask me, and nobody has confirmed this in an official capacity, finding his bag, finding his notebook, and finding a body or the the remains of a body is highly suggestive that it is in fact Brian Laundry which the only thing i was saying earlier today when we were doing the press conference is i'm interested to know if it was a self-inflicted thing or did he make a mistake while he was on the run out there and fall into a body of water and there was an alligator in there or something like that would he get injured and fell in because he had his backpack and a notebook that would see suggest that he may be trying to survive or did he go out there just to collect his thoughts? He was always kind of like a, mm-hmm. a nature person where all along he planned on taking his own life. So did you get a chance to hear about this today? Yeah. So the my biggest question was the suspected human remains. I was like, what does this mean? But then you just kind of touched on it, which I didn't even I didn't even think of it was that his his the the remains are found in a body of water where there could be alligators. And so alligators are going to be like either feeding on it, not eating it whole. And so that's where right. like remains are found. Um, and by the way, it's, there's no water there now. It was just an area where there was water and it receded away. So it could yeah. be any type of animal. It could be insects. Yeah. It could be a lot of things. And listen, yeah. human remains can be an entire body with just no skin, or it could be a finger. We, 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 we do not know at this so point. We but, just don't have all the information just yet, but they had the family out there and I'm sure they had them identify the belongings and he had tattoos on his hands. So I can tell you this much. If there was a body there, law enforcement officers behind the scenes probably could tell pretty quickly just by what's left. That's who we're looking for or not, mm-hmm. but they're not going to yeah. say that until a medical examiner, till an autopsy's done until they have the official results. Cause God forbid they say it's Brian Laundry, and it turns out that it isn't. Yeah. It could have been somebody that Brian Laundry killed. You know, we yeah. don't know. So I personally believe it's him. 
it makes sense that he would go out there, he would kill himself because he, he was a coward, and he didn't want to answer for what he did. Um, I'm hoping I'm wrong because I would love to see him, you know, carry through, you know, the courts when shackles while uh, Gabby's parents get to confront him at his sentencing. But I didn't think that was going to happen. And it's and unfortunately, it seems like that might be the case. Um, yeah. What do you think about the fact that you had, because this is something where I know you're not in law enforcement or anything like that, but I found it interesting. I guess it's a public area, so you can't really stop them. But to think that the parents of the person of interest are working in conjunction or out there with authorities, that seems like a practice that my superior officers, when I was on the job, wouldn't allow to happen. Because what if they found something and just didn't say anything, like just threw the bag in the corner? Like, what if they saw him? Like, for me, it it's weird because it's like, what? Okay, so what if they have there's a burner phone that he came home because he came home and then he left, right? While Gabby was still missing. That's right. He could have he could have said to his parents, "Hey, listen, I've I messed up," and I'm sure that there are parents all over the place that would be like they're going to protect their kid and so they're probably like here we got to get this we'll do cash take off this is the only way we can contact each other right like that's possible so to allow them anywhere near where an investigation is searching for a, a, a missing person is bizarre to me it, it really, it's so I, bizarre to me and, and you know the thing is this i know that the carlton reserve was opened back up to the public so technically they couldn't stop them because it's a public area. They can go wherever they want. Right. But I, it was interesting that, I mean, I guess I could look at it two ways because maybe it was open to the public. And when the laundry's lawyers notified authorities that they were going out there, maybe behind the scenes, because I think I would think like this, the the authorities were like, we're not letting them go out there by themselves. Yeah, right. we're, we're going to go with them. We'll be searching yeah. with them because they're like, we're not letting you go out there by yourself so you can go find your right. son. And tell them what's going on. So we're yeah. going to accompany you, you know? Yeah. Thanks for thanks for letting us know. So that could yeah. be the rationale, too. And, you know, now that I think about it, it probably was. But it's interesting to think, like, all this time, no, nothing's been found. And then, you know, the laundries are out there. And within the hours of them being able to go off on their own, they yeah. find his bag. And That's a lot of weird. people are saying about it. A lot of people are speculating online. It's weird. And the other thing that I don't like about this is that. Does this give Gabby's family closure? Like, does him being deceased, if this is his body, so if this is Brian Laundrie, does him being deceased with no clear confirmation that he's the one that did it to Gabby, does this give them closure? Does this make them feel like I, I now granted, I have no idea. I've never spoken to anybody. Maybe you can touch on this where, you know, there's somebody that you arrested that did something and there was, you know, the parents got to confront it, but I can't imagine that the parents are going to be like satisfied with this. I think that what they would have wanted was him being tried, put away and dealing with the consequences, consequences of strangling their daughter. Yeah. Allegedly. I agree. Allegedly. Yeah, I, allegedly. Obviously I need to gotcha. say all the right stuff. Yep. So nope, we don't get in trouble. I got you. Hey, listen, you're you learning. I mean? It's that legal stuff. You've that told allegedly me that. will always save you, buddy. Exactly. So, so I, I just don't like this for a ton of different reasons. I think it's weird that his parents were going out there. Um, and I think he's a weasel. I think he's a yeah, coward. And coward. the the other thing I was going to ask you about is, did you see the videos of the neighbors getting into fights with people protesting? Oh, uh, dude, it's crazy out there. I was covering this Wild. with Stephanie. You know, you got random people. It's a circus down there right now. It's an absolute circus. You got it's people who are integrating themselves 
in this conversation because they're bored or whatever. You know, some of them yeah. are there for the right reasons. They want justice for Gabby and her family. Yeah. Some of them, I feel like they're just like, they want to be in front of the cameras. But, you know, right. who am I to judge? I'm not down there. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. First off, we need identification of the body. Second, we need cause and manner of death to mm -hmm. figure out if he killed himself or he was injured. But to answer your question, I don't think there's closure for him. Um, we do have certain cases where the person is arrested and the family members end up forgiving the person who did it. Mm -hmm. But I would think for the Gabby's family, it's more of like, what happened? Yeah. What happened out there? We know you guys were having problems. That's hard. They get nothing. They get but, no closure. How That's to go what I'm from, saying. Yeah, how to go from that body cam footage to you strangling her? What happened that day that rose to that occasion? Was right. What was the conversation? What was the topic? And as much as it would kill them, they'd probably want to know the specifics of what happened that day. Correct. They might never get that. Because if it is Brian who killed her, which I personally believe it was, he took that to his grave. Yep. Nobody's ever, nobody else was there. Right. It was only two people know they may both be dead now. So it's Let me an unfortunate situation. Too. Go ahead. If his body, so they found human remains. It's maybe yep. it's not a body that's intact, maybe an alligator, yep. you know, a part of his body. Will they be able to determine? Yes. With an autopsy, how we really multiple ways. So depending wow. on what they have, it could be dental records. That's fascinating. Dental records, distinguishing marks, you know, like tattoos, known scars. Right? No, no, I'm saying cause of death. Oh yeah, I mean, so if it's a if it's a gunshot wound, even though the skin might be removed, you might have a fracture of the skull. I mean, okay. again, these pathologists know what to look for. Okay. Um, if it was if he was strangled, even if you have a, somebody like, let's say somebody went out there and killed him, you may have all the skin and muscle tissue gone, but you can sometimes see a fracture in the hyoid bone, which is suggestive okay. of strangulation. However, if you have a situation where, you know, maybe sometimes there are, case, are cases where you can't. I had a case a few years ago, Robin Pope out of Maryland. She was uh, found in the water 33 days later. To this day, her death has been classified undetermined. She died. Um, from a drowning, you know, they know that aspect of it, mm -hmm. but they don't know if she was um, beaten to death beforehand because her body wow. was in such bad condition. So after being in the water, because the water like, yeah. yeah, so you could be right. It could be a situation where they'll do like a toxicology. They'll do whatever they can. Again, this is assuming they have a body. We may only have right. pieces. Right. If an alligator got to them, we yeah. may have a hand, Right. you know, and in that right. way, they'll be able to at least use DNA to or distinguishing marks to you know compare it to his father or whatever and make the identification but you're right as far as cause and manner of death it all depends on the condition of his body okay got it want right. to move on to a lighter note it's pretty morbid yeah. stuff yeah that, and we're gonna keep I mean, we'll, we'll keep talking gonna, yeah. about it it's there's gonna be some there's gonna be something that comes out from now until next week's episode where we may not have to get into great detail but we're definitely going to be talking about it a and we're covered it on my podcast crime weekly we're doing yeah. a, a series on it we were yeah. the first episode of the series comes out uh friday so if you want to like a real in-depth thing on that um that's that's where you can check that out but we're going to be covering it because it's 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 in the news it's everywhere whether you're someone in true crime or you're just someone who has twitter you, everyone who's anyone knows the Gabby Petito story. So it's, it, it's important for us to talk about it. Um, yep. but, uh, lighter note, right? I mean, yeah, let's transition to the note. next. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right, so our next topic is is a pretty hot one. It's yeah. a pretty hot topic. I don't know if you guys have seen what's been going on behind this. Obviously, I'm going to give you a little bit of a of a backstory, but the 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 article reads Joe Rogan defends friend Sanjay Gupta following heated podcast exchanges. We had an enjoyable conversation. So, for those of you that don't know, Joe Rogan is a huge personality. Huge personality these days. He pretty much came to the limelight after, you know, being in the UFC. You know, he created this podcast and his podcast is probably one of the most listened to podcasts in in the country. Uh Sanjay Gupta Dr. Sanjay Gupta is the chief medical correspondent for CNN. So a little bit of backstory. Joe Rogan recently was diagnosed with COVID. When Joe Rogan was diagnosed with COVID, he put a video out to all of his fans and said, listen, I've, I've been diagnosed with COVID, you know, and when I got diagnosed, we threw everything at it. He said, we threw monoclonal antibodies at it, ivermectin, z prednisone, and he just rambled all this stuff off. Um, he ended up, he said, he's like, I had a day where I was, I felt sick and, you know, that, that was the end of it. He listed those four things. CNN ripped him put out a headline saying ivermectin uh the horse dewormer like that that's what this guy is like talking about and so joe rogan for those of you that know joe rogan was like okay now i'm gonna come after you he has i'm and i'm blown away blown away that sanjay gupta dr sanjay gupta went on his podcast yep can you believe that yeah, I don't know what CNN was doing letting him go on what there. What were but... they doing letting him go on there? And guys, for those of you that don't know, I am so wildly anti any news network. <laughs> I am so I can't watch news. News makes me gives me like um it's anxiety. It makes my heart you... race. I get anxiety. <laughs> it, get, it gives me very angry. I can't watch any news outlets. They are all they're all liars. They all don't get checked on their lies and they all just continue to lie to the masses and are creating the biggest division we've ever had in our entire country. And I wholeheartedly blame it on the news outlets. That's neither here nor there. Um, But Sanjay Gupta goes on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan calls him out and goes, you, you allowed them to say this about me on CNN. You pretty much let them. You let them change the filter of the video. It made me look yellow. I I, I I look wildly unhealthy in the video when that's not what the real video looks like. He goes, he goes, ivermectin is, you know, been prescribed to me by a doctor. This isn't a horse trank. Been given um, to a, billions of people. Yeah, it's been given to billions of people. And, you know, granted, obviously, th- we've seen this, right, with, with COVID. There's a lot of stuff that get thrown around. There's a lot of people that it causes doctors to come out and pretty much like, undress another doctor for saying anything, undress a person's reputation, crucify a person and their intelligence. We've seen it all in this day and age on the COVID front. But to Joe Rogan's credit, he brought in this guy, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the medical correspondent, the chief medical correspondent said, your network's full of bleep and uh, I can't believe you would let that happen. Yeah, And Sanjay... In the video, you guys have to watch this. You do. We didn't want to play it because we we didn't want to get yeah. demonetized, but right. you got to check it out. But 
he he goes in on Sanjay Gupta and Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Sanjay Gupta essentially is like nodding along in like agreeance with the, he, with him the entire time. He he was set up for failure on that one. I yeah, think he, I think he thought it was going to be more cordial. And I, I the main point I got away from it w- while watching it was and Joe Rogan's a great speaker. And he just basically mm-hmm. said, your network, maybe not you specifically, but your right. network put out information that they knew to be false, that they mm-hmm. knew to be a lie. This medication, ivermectin, I, Joe Rogan, I think, said billions of people. It probably meant billions of times because not yeah. billions of people who've gotten ivermectin. Right. But right. he's like, and listen, to be fair, I don't know if it was the ivermectin or one of the right. other medications that I took that made me better. But the reality is your network, which is a huge network that prides themselves on being truth tellers, put out information with this skewed perspective that they knew to be false. Yes, ivermectin can be given as a, hor- a horse dewormer, but yeah. they damn well know and you know that's not what I was taking, that I was taking right. it. It wasn't like I just grabbed things off a count of a veterinary clinic and just started taking it to see what worked. Yeah. And yeah. he saw Sanjay, uh, Sanjay Gupa tried to get around it by saying like, oh, I could see how that would be concerning to you. And he was like, no, that should be concerning to you. Yes. It should be I con- love that. Uh, yeah. He was like, it should be concerning to everyone because, yeah. you know, we can't have media outlets that are covered all over the world painting narratives that fit whatever they want agenda they want to push. And I, and that's what I took away from it. It's like, mm-hmm. you really have these big verified networks that like literally have mm-hmm. millions of people watching them. And a lot of people take what they say at face value. And here yes. you have the chief medical officer for, for that network. Who's probably responsible for anything medical that goes on their show. Anything. He's probably been dealing with them all through the pandemic yes. saying like, he's on their payroll. Let's get, doctor, let's get our chief medical correspondent in here. Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Tell us a little bit about, like, I'm sure he was in there giving his take on a lot of the medications that was getting thrown around or in the early stages. And yep. so he's obviously like, he's a doctor. He's gone through the medical field. He, he knows, you know, for the most part in the medical field, what he's talking about. The thing I don't like about it and, and every news outlet is, is guilty of this. Oh, 1000%. Every single one. 1000%. There's not one of Fox them. News and MSNBC. They all yes. do it. They all do They're it. all... And the new one that's coming up, that's like super conservative, whatever. I can't remember the name of it. They are all so in bed with not giving out the news and giving out a narrative now. It is the most dangerous thing on the face of the earth. It is so wildly dangerous because what you do have is people that sit in front of the TV, watch and say, that's my truth. Right. They don't go, wait a minute. Like every time I see something, whether I see it on uh whether i see it on twitter whether i see it if i'm scrolling through tiktok and because now a lot of people like get their information from tiktok which is bizarre to me i see it and it literally it takes me one google search one to be like this is phony one people do your research they gotta stop listening because and then we had don don lemon come in and double down on it pretty much saying well we're not wrong (laughs) <laughs> Ivermectin is used as a horse dewormer, so we weren't lying. It's like, dude, that's what you're going to say? That's like me being like, well, uh, I don't know. I didn't cheat because technically I was outside of the country. Like, No, dude, what? I'll give you a better example. Benadryl. Benadryl is used in humans, right? That's what we all knew. We all use Benadryl for allergies and stuff like yeah. that, right? I use Benadryl for my dogs. 
Yeah. In a lower dose, the vets will prescribe Benadryl to the dogs if they're having trouble breathing or whatever like that. They're having some outside yeah. conditions from the weather. Yeah. So I don't tell you know people that I'm taking a drug that's prescribed to dogs for allergies, right? It's Benadryl. So in different doses, yeah. certain medications can be used both in humans and in dogs. So Don Lemon's out of his mind. He's out of his mind. But he is one of the faces of CNN. And so he- <laughs> probably feels an obligation to come out and defend them to the hill because that's his show you know that's his that's his network but yeah you know sanjay was trying to spin it towards you know this is about getting the vaccine and we think joe you're a bad example and listen maybe there's an argument to be made there we're not talking about that we're talking about the ability kind of like we did last week with social media like the ability for these major media outlets to basically lie and they're smart yeah. people over there. They have so they're I, they have lawyers not who are lying. proving it. Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, well, how can we get around this where technically we're not lying, but we're just shoveling shit in your face and being like, this is filet mignon. <laughs> and, and that's the you thing, too. I mean? Like everything they say is approved by network lawyers because they know so, they're like, so this it, gonna, it, it's right. crazy that that passed. But it's something we all got to be aware of. Listen. We're no, we're not experts. We're not any authorities on this. We're just human beings like you, like everybody else. We're the normal people that are being fed this stuff. Yes. So we're having this conversation with you. Mine is being fed this stuff because I don't watch any of that shit. I ain't given <laughs> yeah, but, any of these. But I mean, networks. you're still, you're still seeing it though, right? Like right. you heard it when you, and I mean, it makes you think, it makes you Google it. And it's one of those things where we are not celebrities. We're not on these big network. We are just yeah. normal people that are watching stuff just like you and we're trying to make the best decisions for our family. I got two little girls that in a couple next couple of months, I could be told that they are mandated to get shots for them to go to school. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on because I'm mm-hmm. going to be making that decision for two little girls yeah. that don't have the ability to make the d- decision themselves. So as a father, right. as a brother, as a son, I'm very concerned about everything that's being put out there because instead of being able to just go on Fox News or go on CNN and trust that what they're telling me is the truth so I can make an informed decision, I have to listen to them and then filter out the agendas that they have depending on what network it is, which is just, mm-hmm. it sucks. It sucks. It's it's impossible to get your information from a television network these days because every single one of them gives you information with, like they hand you your, your ice cream cone with like every topping on there that fits their agenda. So like, yeah, this is a vanilla ice cream cone, with everything that we want to sprinkle on top of it that pushes you our way. Because really what it's about is like, there's multiple networks, right? If they're all feeding the same stuff with the same agenda, that would be even more concerning. Because then it'd be like, well, wait a minute, are we even getting the right information? Like, are, they're all just saying it, but like, is this true? Like, you know what I mean? It's, yep. it, people just need to start thinking in a whole, they need to start thinking a little bit more individually. Like, okay, this is this, this is from this. All right, so like, say, this is from Fox. This is skewed to the right. This is from CNN. This is skewed to the left. This is from MSNBC. Bipartisan. Bullshit. You're you're skewed to the left too. Like just just understand that everything you're you're reading read both. Like I love reading both. Cuz I'll read and do one your own research the other too. on the same. Yeah, do your own research. I'll read both on the same and I'll be like how in the world is anybody just reading one side and not seeing like how like the same thing, the same topics is so skewed. I'm like, this is brutal. But, you know, I, I don't love that they can get away with that. 
No, I don't love that CNN gets away with it. I don't love that Fox gets away with it. I don't love that any of these networks, MSNBC, they just can like push out whatever they want. And there's nobody like no accountability. There's no accountability. I no, don't, I don't like that at there all. Isn't. Scary. And Joe Rogan scary called times. it out. So, so re- I, a lot of respect to Joe Rogan. I really like yeah. Joe Rogan. I don't agree with everything Joe Rogan says, but no, no I do enjoy, you know, I do enjoy his podcast. No, I, lighter note. To it. Last, uh, last topic <laughs> you want to cover. This, this was one is crazy. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. So the, the article title is an elementary school teacher accidentally handed out stony patch kids weed gummies as a reward to a student in her class, not once, but twice. And now yep. you guys are seeing an elementary school teacher. Now let's talk about elementary school. That's K through five. That's yeah. K through five. That's like 10 year old max i I will say too for anyone on youtube you can see audio you can't but i can just tell you this the two packages look almost identical the only difference is is that she had a rough night yeah she woke up that morning not a lot of sleep she grabbed the one bag she threw it in and then she brought it to school basically for anybody on audio the the sour patch kids says obviously sour and green where sour and green uh green and sour is 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 basically stony and green so it's uh it, i i don't know how you would mix it up i don't even know why that's in the school you know why you're there why that's anywhere near around the school cuz even if you didn't hand it out what if you just what if you just had it laying around and a kid decided to steal a couple of them because you weren't looking Okay, so let, I just want to read it really quick. Yeah. In yeah. a press release, Sheriff Jay um, Khan, I don't know how to pronounce his name, alleged that a child in Weiss's class, the, the teacher's name is something Weiss. I don't, I don't want to say her name, honestly. Um, you guys can look it up. Grabbed a treat from a box of candy that um, she used to reward her students for either getting it. Like, we've all been through that, right? You remember doing that. Oh, yeah. And when the student went up to grab their reward... They grabbed what you guys see on screen right here, the Stony Patch kids. Thankfully, the teacher noticed. She grabbed it from the student and said, no, 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 give me that. That's not good. You got to grab another one. And the second thing the student grabbed was the other Stony Patch kids. This teacher had a colossal F up on so many different levels, and this could have went so bad. Like, yeah, so for me... So for me, when I was younger, our teachers, they would, they would bring these, which I don't, I don't know if this is a thing anymore. Our teachers would bring stuff like that. You would get stuff, but you weren't allowed to eat it in class. If you were seen eating in class, you would have to take it home. So immediately, when do you eat it? Right when you get on the bus or right when you finish class. Say this wasn't caught and a fourth, third grade, fifth grade, second grade student starts putting down Sour Patch Kids that they think that are laced with THC. This is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. What would you do if you're the parent and this happens to you, your kid? Now they're fine. And I'm asking just a hypothetical. You're, it's your son or daughter. This happens. It's an accident, obviously. Um, we hope it's an accident. And you find out I mean, that- it definitely, I think it was definitely an accident or else she wouldn't have like snagged it right from them. 
so you find out little Cody Jr. was given a Sour Patch Kid that's actually a Stony Patch Kid. What's your reaction? And, you know, the, the your son's fine. No issue. Are you going to the school and saying, listen, I don't think she should be fired for this? Or are you wanting people's heads on a platter? Oof. Um, I don't know. Because, like, human error isn't everything, right? Like, everybody but has why is she? Error. My thing is, like, why is she bringing them to the school? Does she have – if she if she has, like, a medical card because she has anxiety or whatever and, like, she's using no, it No, she like, accidentally brought it to the school. She put it in her surprise – like, her prize box, which is why I said earlier, I mm. think that she was, like, had a tough night, mm. was, like, you know, struggling in the morning to get ready for work. It was like, oh, my God, I don't have enough time. I'm late. I don't have, oh my, I, that's right. I have these Sour Patch Kids because she's struggling in that morning. She's maybe doing her makeup. She grabs the Sour Patch Kids, Stony Patch Kids, throws them in her bag and is like, oh, I'll just add this to the box. It's right. cool. I don't know. I'm, I, there's there's no way I'm okay with my student, my kid being in school with a teacher that, that made that kind of a mistake. That's a classic. I think I agree. Myself. I think she's got to go. She's probably already been fired. I did read somewhere I was looking she at it. She was kid. like, oh. Yeah, the the t- the children are fine. Thank God. That's most important. I will also say this, just to go back even further to get to the source. I don't think that these companies should be allowed to market these edibles with such a similar type of packaging. Not for the teacher that mixes it up, but if a, a, if a, if an adult was able to mix them up, a child will, especially totally. a child that can't read yet, would have no idea what they're eating. And so, I, you know, it's it's even tough to have edibles that are in the shape and form of of yeah. known candies, but yeah. to have a package that is very similar to the, to yep. the package that these kids see every day. Um, I think there should be some regulation with that where, you know, if you want to sell a sour patch kid, uh, edible, that's fine, but it can't look anything like the real packaging to avoid this from happening. Right. Right. I, I agree mean, with you. Seems like common that's, sense. A, that's a great, great point. I think, Honestly, I think that this is not the end of it. I don't know what uh, what passed up in uh, Rhode Island, but in New Jersey, uh, marijuana is, is now legal. Uh, there's no storefronts where you can buy it. As of right now, I think the governor was talking about, you know, February 2022, but there's going to be a lot. There's going to be. There's going to be stuff all over the place. About right. It's okay to have this. it. There's got to be regulation. There's, like, I there's, actually, there's I don't have an issue with it. I know people who use edibles. I know people that smoke weed. I don't really have an issue with it, but... We're, we got to worry about the kids like this exact situation yeah, is totally. the reason why you got to have some type of regulations as far as, hey, we're going to allow it here. But the packaging and the and the branding and whatever you're using to market this stuff. Also, I'll say this and maybe I'm getting too deep here, but you you think about uh, cigarette companies back in the day and I'm not so super knowledgeable on it, but they used to make their marketing and branding enticing to young kids. Yes. Because they wanted them to start smoking. Yes. It, there's something to be said for them making their packaging similar to what children are accustomed to eating and enjoying. It's a way of marketing to them to get them eating this stuff. So, yeah. you know, not only are you worried about the accidental stuff where kids are mixing up the real candy with these edibles, but also I do think it's like, listen, at the end of the day, if these kids are going to go out and eventually as they get older, use edibles or whatever, you know, I don't think these companies should be able to like, what's use the their childhood candy. Yeah, to, you know, convince saying. them, you know, What's the I, I don't age, know. you know, when people were buying cigarettes, they eventually put an age on it where you couldn't buy them unless you were 18. Well, it's going to be 18 for edibles 21. too, right? Or is it 21 I have no for idea. I have I no idea. Yeah. Like how are you like, you know, and I, there was another thing that got passed in New Jersey that had people up in arms where like, even if a kid was like, had an open container in the car or something like this, like you can't even contact their parents. 
that passed along just like slipped right through the cracks of like what stuff that was getting passed in New Jersey. And it was like, it was like, what, what happened? I just think yeah. that different states are different. Some states yeah. are 21. Some states are 18. Okay. Like Massachusetts so. is 21. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, it, it seems like an honest mistake, but I do think it's one of those things where it's one mistake is one too many. You're out. Oh, totally. Yeah, I agree you're, with you. That's you're gone. A you know, I don't know if they're pressing charges against her or anything. I don't even know, like, you know, child endangerment. They probably yeah. didn't go that far. Okay. Um, but they could. Yeah. They could. I think it would come down to the parents, you know, want yep. what they want to do. And I'll tell you this. I'll say, I'll take it from that perspective. If it was my child that was accidentally given this, uh, I don't even know if I would do that. I might have him arrested. I might, I might, <laughs> I honestly might, I'm like rethinking about it. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to be in a, it's easy for me to say right now, like, Oh, it's an honest mistake. You know, as long as they're fired, that's fine. But if it were Tenley or Peyton and they were even like sick for a couple hours, I'd probably be like, you're such a dumbass. You deserve to have a misdemeanor on your record now. Yep. I don't oh, know. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't think, I think it's just tough for me. Cause like, I don't have a kid, but like, I, I can imagine. Yeah. If, like say that goes that step further and my kid ingests it. And now was like having a horrible reaction. Like I'm coming, like, hmm. you know, I don't know, but like, I know that I'm going to be this way with my kids. Like you, you do something to my kid. Like we're going to have a problem. Big problems. Now you give my do- so. you give Vinny an edible. No, game on. We're gonna have some problems. <laughs> try to get Vinny high. You try to get Vinny high. We're gonna have some Anybody problems. Anybody out there that have dogs know that a dog is uh, is yeah. is a part of the family. They're your kid. My kids might give you a break. You get my dog high. Whatever. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Yeah, I'm only kidding. But no, it's uh, it's. I'm glad they're okay. I'm glad the kids are yeah. okay. I'm glad she's out of there. It's unfortunate, but if you're if you're not taking if you have things in your home that are similar to regular candies and you're keeping them in areas that's irresponsible and you probably shouldn't be teaching anyways. If that's your level of intelligence where you're allowing edibles to mix with other candies that are that are, when you're a teacher for school, uh, maybe you should be sp- spending a little bit more paying attention to what you're doing. Um, Yikes. anything else before we wrap this up? No, I'm going to, I'm going to switch this back over. Yep. Yep. All right, so the last thing the last thing I kind of want to touch on, which we're not going to touch on it this week because we hit our three, but something happened which is kind of, you know, been out, out of the news for a very, very long time. His name came up, but um, Ahmad Arbery, the trial is beginning. It began, jury selection began on Monday um, of the three men that are being accused of murder in, in this situation. So just a quick little backstory on it. Uh, you know what? I'll let you guys do your own research. We'll talk yes. about it next time. But the trial we is are going to cover it. It's we a cover huge. It. It's a huge story. Something that happened. Uh, what, what year did it happen? It, it was like last a, year. A, it was. Like, was it last year? Oh, was, maybe yeah, it was. Maybe it was, was two thousand. Maybe it was two thousand nineteen. But I know I was at home and I was still doing IG lives. Um, and I want to say it was during COVID or the beginning yeah. of COVID because I had a really big beard when I was doing it. I remember doing mm-hmm. it. And essentially, it's a matter of individuals uh, taking the law into their own hands. And there's a racial element to it. There has to be. You just look at the the situation and what happened. And you have to ask yourself, if Ahmad was white, would it have happened? And that's why right now it's a very big case. There's a lot going on. And we will. When there's a verdict, we're going to know because it's going to be a big thing. If it goes one way, I think it'll be big for one side. If it goes the other be really big for the other. You're going to protest all these things either way, mm-hmm. I think. So there's also people trying to politicize it, which is always 
the worst. It, that's everything. Absolute worst. It's like everything. just you know, politicians are right there with with the anchors at these news networks. But different story, different day. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. That is it. Just you know, that's what we're going to be talking about. the uh, The trial is going to be going on, and so we will see what happens. But the focus is going to be on these laws where it kind of allowed these citizens to feel like they were entitled to doing something right and putting themselves in a position of, I guess, a police officer. I don't really yeah, know. Taking I a, like taking laws, a firearm but, out there. We're yeah. going to dive. We'll dive into yeah, we'll it dive for into sure. It. We'll definitely dive into it. There's a lot to cover. I, I've spoke about it publicly already. I do think that the guys were in the wrong. So, and I think they should go to jail for what they did, but we'll see. There are laws, the way they're written. Right. Sometimes what is ethically and morally right is not supported by the way the laws are written. So right. that's the conundrum here. The bigger problem. See how, yeah. We're going to see how the law is interpreted in this case by the jury. So yeah. stick with us. We're enjoying it. We're keeping it going. We're going to keep in your topics by all means sound off in the comment section. We talked about three big topics tonight. Obviously we talked about survivor as well. Weigh in on these different things. Cody and I had some very strong opinions tonight. You may not agree with us. Sound off in the comments. If you don't agree with us, tell us why give us your opinion on the teacher. Would How would you feel if it was your child? How, what extent would you go to talk about Joe Rogan and CNN? What do you think about that? Do you think that we're making too much out of it? Or do you think it's a bigger problem? And then finally, Gabby Petito, you can weigh in in the comments, but really what we know is what we know at this point. We're just mm-hmm. going to continue to update because it's such a it's such a hot topic right now. It would be if we want to talk about issues that we know you guys care about, it would be irresponsible for us not to cover stories like that. Right. Cody, I'll give you the final word before we take it out. Yeah, guys, you guys already know what the word is. It's uh, if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. Make sure you guys have bell notifications on so you at least are notified every time we have a video dropping, which is as of right now going to be every Thursday. So thank you guys for joining us here, man. Appreciate it. That's right, man. We appreciate you joining us here on the Winner's Circle. We will see you next week. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.